Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a bit of a different share for you. I'm coming in hot with a raw and vulnerable share on how I kind of forgot who I was at the start of this year. And what I also want to share, though, is that when you do this work, things get to move damn fast in your business. So this past week alone, I went from feeling a little bit stuck. Things were feeling a bit harder than usual. I just didn't feel connected to my vision, to my mission, to my business. But this past week alone, just Monday to Friday, my business brought in 14K cash over five days. And that's cash, not sales. So that is literal money entering my bank account. I had new clients just out of nowhere, honestly, DM me or just sign up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this person's name in my life. And starting with a couple of new dream clients this week as well. But most of all, I have been feeling myself again. And this is huge because I honestly sat down and and did a little bit of a reflection of this past week. And I actually had happy tears coming out of my eyes because I was reflecting on not only the shifts in my results per se, but feeling myself again was a whole new thing. And I recently started my three month mastermind business for life. And it's literally been one week. Let me tell you that these women are operating at a whole new level and I'm operating at a whole new level because every time I launch this, I have evolved insane amounts. But the realizations that their 100K month goals are so, so possible, like even easier than they ever imagined. They felt like after one of the exercises, they got out of a six month rut. There's been life changing realizations and honestly processing some massive stuff around realizing they've been sacrificing so much of their life for too long. They've been tripling their prices. And after just four days, one of the girls sent me a message and said, oh my gosh, Jess, I am mind blown that I have had this life-changing realization after just four days. Like I now get the mastermind with you. These things get to happen in one week. And the things that I teach in Business for Life are actually some similar themes to what I'm sharing. And it was really interesting because we can teach these things. And I actually hadn't opened the container yet when I was feeling this, but we need to come back to the simplest practices. So I'm going to share with you at the end, some actual tangible exercises you can go through to shift some of this energy. Or if you're already feeling on cloud nine, you're already feeling bloody great, then why not just turn up the dial a little bit? So this is really helpful to reconnect at every single level. But really having those realizations around Business for Life actually started this podcast episode because I want to bring that safe space to the podcast. I want to bring that level of vulnerability where you don't feel alone. And I really want to normalize that success and leadership, what it looks like on the inside. It's not just always shiny success. Then there's some gnarly stuff that we get to navigate as we evolve. But I honestly love that too. Today's episode is going to be a bit more of a vulnerable share, a bit more of sharing my journey, but I'm always going to come in with the tangible things that you can 
implement for yourself as well. So save this episode. If you need that little pep talk, you can come back to this. Or if you're just ready for that level up as well, you can honestly listen to this as many times as you need. So I'm going to jump straight into it. As ice came into this year, as I said, things just felt a little bit harder or a little bit heavier than usual. I just didn't feel in flow like I usually am. And there was nothing specifically wrong, but it's just that feeling inside. You wake up and you feel like, oh, bit of a drag. Like I'm not super excited. I'm going to get up and do the damn thing anyway, because that's how I lead myself. But something just felt a little bit off. Now, it wasn't like something that took over my entire days, but it was like this small niggling feeling. And I don't always feel this. So for me, that subtlety made me actually stop and think, okay, what is going on here? I asked myself, why? Why am I feeling this feeling? But so often I actually speak to a lot of business owners and a lot of them tend to come into business for life because it is so focused around creating that incredible life around your business. And a lot of business owners that I speak to, whether on social media or just my clients, they feel like they're stuck in a rut. And what I see the biggest challenge is, is they feel this feeling and you sit with it and it's like, oh, I'll just wait till things get better. Or you hinge those feelings on external situations, but we actually get to shift that first. And I will say that when you shift that, then the external world gets to come with you. It may happen the other way around, but nine times out of 10, you need to shift that energy first if you wanna be attracting incredible opportunities into your life and into your business. So while on the outside, things looked amazing, right? I was still taking the action. Sales were flowing in. I was showing up in my business as usual, as my happy self. It didn't feel right. I knew that I needed to shift that internally first. So when we think about it, oftentimes I see three main reasons why business tends to feel a bit hard or a bit heavy, or maybe you're feeling out of flow. Number one is you're probably burnt the hell out. (laughs) And you know, I talk about this all the time. I've got so many episodes on, you know, if you're just working so, so much and sacrificing everything else in your life, then of course, your subconscious is going to be like, um, hold up, let's not do this business. Let's build some resentment to this business so you can go and do the things you actually want to do. But when we take on too much, we're going to have not much energy. It is going to feel a bit more hard or heavy, or we've got that feeling of anxiousness in our chest. It's like your heart rate is just up all the time. So that is number one. Number two is Sometimes when you base your whole worth on results, and especially when it comes to money, right? It's like, oh, I feel a little bit shit because I've got no clients today. That is the fastest way to creating this heavy or hard feeling because if we're basing our whole worth on getting to a certain income figure or we only feel good when people are contacting us or liking our posts or whatever it might be, we have now handed our power over to everyone and anything else other than ourselves. But it's when you realize that you actually have the power within you to choose every single day. And it's not always an easy choice, but it is a choice at the end of the day. Now, the third one is things can feel hard when you're purely just out of alignment. You're not showing up 
in the way that you know you want to be. And so I see this as well where people get overwhelmed or just things feel hard. And then what you do, you step back, you step out of your business. And that's also not the vibe as well, because if you didn't want to do your business, you wouldn't be doing it, right? So you've got a passion, you're a high achiever, you know you're capable of so much more. And when we're acting out of alignment or not showing up in the way that we know we're possible to do, then you're going to feel like disappointment. It's going to feel a little bit hard because you know you're not living up to your potential and what you want to do. So for me, it was definitely the alignment piece. Like I have got the the burnout one down to a science and the basing my worth on results and things. I've worked through a ton of that. It was never a huge piece for me because I was just so passionate about the businesses that I was running that it happened naturally. But for me at the start of this year, it was more the alignment piece. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that you're doing things that you dislike, but I was still doing all the things I wanted to, had my goals in place, but I just wasn't doing it to my fullest potential or in the way that I wanted to be. So for me, this kind of started in December and obviously I took a bunch of time off, which I always love. But then January, Chris and I got really, really sick, which meant that this kind of lasted almost four weeks and it was wild. I've never felt like that before. I honestly don't know what it was, but I don't wish that on anyone. And now I'm feeling so vibrant and full of energy, but there was that, which meant that I wasn't able to show up for myself, just in general, my health, my business, my passions, learning. I wasn't doing any of the things that I actually valued. The second part to that was there was a bit of a conflict in my extended family and actually the whole entire thing was projected onto me and the whole entire weight and energy of all of these generational traumas and different things were put onto me. And although I have a lot of emotional intelligence and resilience and all of these things that I could hold it, it wasn't necessarily impacting my day to day. It wasn't like a big thing that stressed me out that much because I've done a lot of that work. But what I didn't realize was that I was still holding that energy in my body. The weight was still on me. I felt the pressure from just life in general. And that meant that I was very much in my masculine, which as business owners, as females, we can tend to be a lot in our masculine because we're just here to get shit done, right? We are not here to mess around. We're here to do the damn thing. We've got big goals. We're here to like achieve massive things. We're negotiating. We're being a badass. We've got our boundaries. Like I was so in my masculine. There were just like all of these moving parts that kind of just like added up to feeling like I was in a bit of a rut. And I wanted to share a bit of that background because we're all human beings. We all have emotions. We all have lives outside of our business. And while that wasn't necessarily impacting how I was showing up, it was impacting how I felt in my business. And that's huge. So the other part, there are so many parts to this and I kind of wanted to unpack them all because maybe you'll relate to one or all of them or you're like, holy shit, Jess, this is me right now. So last year, you've been witness to this. I had so much fast growth. And at the start of last year, I did a lot of this grounding identity work, working on who I was, that then when I had that really, really fast growth, I was so grounded in that next level. I was so grounded in being able to hold that new level of wealth, the new level of being visible, the new level of no longer people pleasing, all of the things, and just being so grounded in who I was at that level. But here's what happened. I grounded 
grounded, then I had the fast growth, but I didn't ground again to that next level. And I'm grounding before I even get to that next level. So here I was operating at this new level, continuing on, but I again hadn't updated my identity on who I was at that next level. And when you're so ambitious, oftentimes all we wanna do is take action. And that's what I did. I started this year and I was like, oh, I'm writing my book, I'm doing my YouTube, I'm here to make a massive impact, bring so much value, but I didn't bring my identity with me. And while I can definitely do the thing, like I have no problem taking action. It's not how I want to lead myself. So I had to bring my inner world with me. And quite often I see the biggest mistake people make is they do the inner work once, create success, and then wonder why you can't get past that next level. It's because we haven't looked inwards and reconnected with our inner world. But here's the thing that I see. The biggest piece with all of this is the thing that sets successful people apart from those that maybe still feel stuck is that we know how to shift through this energetically and do the inner work. So when I realized how I was feeling, when I realized why are things feeling a little bit harder? The first piece is obviously going to be acknowledging that things are being a bit harder than they need to be. But as soon as I realized that, I took action to shift it. I went back to the basics. And so the key is not to never feel these things, but every time we feel these things or shift through them, we build emotional resilience. We shorten the time that we sit in these feelings. And that is where the power is. So rather than me sitting in that energy and letting it define who I was and how I was showing up, I took my power back and I shifted it. It's very easy to just decide things feel hard. It's very easy to just not show up as much because you're not feeling as lit up. But then what happens is the results slow down. And then it's like this downward spiral because when the results slow down and you're an ambitious person, then you're like back to the top where it's like, okay, now things feel even harder. Then I'm going to slow down even more. Then the results slow down more. And then it's this downward spiral. We get to catch it before we go too far down the slide, right? And there's never a point where you're too far down. But what if we got to feel the tiny feeling, shift it, and now we're back? And it maybe took an hour instead of a week. Maybe it took a week instead of a year, but you get to shift it now. And what we get to do is we either get to take the feeling or things being hard as proof that things are just hard. Business has to be hard. Success has to be hard. Or we can take it as proof that you are elevating to that next level and you get to bring the mindset with you. So do you want to know the first thought when I realized things are feeling a little bit hard. My first thought was, oh my gosh, this is going to be good. I am so damn excited. Now it's probably not a normal response, but because I have done this work over and over and over again, and last year I went so deep into this identity work, then I saw the results. My brain has unwavering proof that when I feel this feeling, I shift it and insane, incredible things happen every single time. So are you taking it as proof that things are just hard for you? Or are you seeing it as proof that you get to do this work and step into that next level? The choice is yours. So I wanted to share a little bit. I've got a few things here on how I actually shifted this energy and step into my next level self in a really powerful and grounded way. So this work is something that I honestly don't think enough people are talking about. And so I'm going to share with you. 
I'm going to talk about it because I think we're here to normalize these things, right? So whenever I do this work, I want to preface it with, I try and go elsewhere, like actually take myself out of the house, out of my office and go into nature, whether that's at the beach, whether it's at the park, whether it's just like a little mini retreat for myself. I might even like book myself a little stay hey, by myself to do this kind of work. Because when you're in your office, it is so anchored in doing energy. Your brain knows, okay, when I'm sitting at my desk, we're in this mode. It knows how to create that level of productivity for you. And I even find that when I try and do something creative, like content creation or like writing or creating a new program, my brain just does not work when I'm at my desk. So I go and sit in my couch that is now for me anchored in very creative doing work and the ideas just flow. So you can really anchor your environments and that's why they say never work in your bed because if your bed is anchored in anxious, let's go, let's do shit energy, it's not going to be that productive for sleep. So I like to take myself elsewhere to really tap into this. Also, there is so much science behind nature and being able to tap into your intuition, into your creativity, into just expanding your mind. It really, really allows it to be open to flow. And so this is why I find that retreats are really powerful. Just getting yourself in spaces where you can be in that expansive energy, which I am so bloody excited to run my retreat in Byron Bay real soon, by the way. It's actually going to be in April now, but I get myself in these spaces as well. So the first thing that I actually did was I checked in with myself around why. Why am I feeling this? Because our mind is wired to alert us to danger. So if we never felt these feelings, then we also would never know when we're in alignment. And so I think it's actually a really powerful compass or alarm system to be like, okay, I'm going to take this message. I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to then dig deeper and ask why. So I started to think about, okay, what am I avoiding? What am I not having to see? What am I not allowing myself to have? And for me, that is when I realized I'm holding this energy from some conflicts. I am really not wanting to see my own level of power. It was a lot for me to step into that next level results that then there was a part of me that was afraid to see what I was capable of again. There are a few things that showed up for me by simply asking myself those three questions. What am I avoiding? What am I not having to see within myself? And maybe that's not having to see where you're actually following someone else's dreams, not yours. Maybe it's not having to see where you're actually sacrificing your entire life to get to your goals. Maybe it's not having to see where you're out of alignment with your values and what actually matters to you. Maybe you so badly crave new experiences, growth opportunities, but you weren't doing any of them. You were just doing, but you weren't allowing yourself to grow. And if you really value growth, then that's going to be a challenge. And that was one for me as well. I realized that I was playing small and I wasn't allowing myself to step into the growth. So there's a lot that can come up. And the last one was, what am I not allowing myself to have? Allowing yourself to have fun, allowing yourself to have joy, love, allowing myself to feel the emotions. This may sound simple, but that's why if you go into nature, go somewhere else, 
Don't take your phone. And if you just really sit with these feelings, see what comes up. Because when you give your mind space to allow things to just come through, your mind knows. It wouldn't be telling you, hey, something's wrong if it didn't already know. So when you give yourself space, you'll be surprised at the realizations that just come through. And when I had those realizations, I honestly broke down and just cried and spoke to Chris for quite a few hours, actually. And immediately things shifted. Sometimes it gets to be that easy. Sometimes you might need to journal on it, dig deep over a few times. But unless you're aware of it, you cannot shift it. And I am very much a doer. So when I know there's a problem, I've never been the person who, when I get overwhelmed, to procrastinate. Because I'm like, that makes me more stressed. I used to get stressed going to yoga. I was like, I'll do yoga because that will relax me. But I would be more stressed going to yoga because all I wanted to do was get on my phone and action the thing that was stressing me out. So when I have visibility around what actually is the issue here, instantly I know how to shift into moving that, solving that, actioning that. So the first piece was allowing myself to feel the emotions. I went and spoke to my my dad about it as well and chatted to Chris and allowed myself to process those emotions that I was holding down because I was so in my masculine that I wasn't allowing the feminine to feel those emotions. The second piece that I did was I looked at, okay, if I'm sacrificing my biggest value around growth, I love that feeling of discomfort. I love that feeling of reaching my new edges. It is just who I am, but I wasn't challenging myself. I wasn't stretching myself. And I actually wasn't super clear on my big vision. I was clear on the action steps. Great. Do my podcast, do my YouTube, do my book, do these things. But I wasn't super clear on what is the deeper vision? What is the deeper outcome of that? And while I do know, I wasn't hyper-focused on the outcome. Because when we can focus on the outcome, we actually delete a ton of useless stuff that we just do not need to be doing. Because we can do a lot of stuff. I can add a lot of things to my to-do list, but if, if it's not getting me closer to my bigger vision, then there is absolutely no point. So when it comes to leadership, it is not always about being the first or the furthest ahead or who can take the fastest action, which I'm all for taking fast action. But it is actually about being so grounded in where you are going that it doesn't matter who is coming with you because you're paving the path anyway. And so I've really had to anchor back into who I was. And that is why I started this episode with, at the start of this year, I forgot who I was. I'm Jess, right? (laughs) I'm Jess. I'm a business coach. I know that. But on a deeper level is where I needed to focus. So I pretty quickly reminded myself who the fuck I was. And I grounded back into reflecting on what I have achieved so far. What makes me me? What energy do I want to show up with? And what is the next level vision that I am ready to hold? And instantly things began to shift, feel easier and be more magnetic. And I am back. (laughs) I am back. I'm not going anywhere because this was a huge reminder for me that this work needs to be done on going. And now I am so focused on growing and evolving for me. I am doing this every damn day. And this is what makes leadership sustainable for the long term. Leadership is not about the moves we're making 
but how we lead ourselves first. When you're able to shift your inner world, step into your next level self, shift your identity, become that next level leader, you no longer have to try to be seen as the leader because you just are. And then of course, the moves you're gonna make are badass leader moves because what other moves would you be making? So I wanted to share this episode, a little bit of behind the scenes. If you are feeling this right now, come and send me a DM. I would love to have a chat with you. I would love to hear if this has helped. And I wanted to just leave you with this last reminder. If you want to be a leader, you need to become best friends with constant growth and evolution, not just sometimes. That is powerful. And I'm guessing that you are here in business because you value growth and evolution. Otherwise, you'd be in a dead end job where every damn day is the same. So remember who the heck you are. Step into your badass leader self, but also know that you're not alone on those days that it feels a bit hard. But you also have the power to shift that. The power is already within you. So take back your power, claim that next level, and let's rise together. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I know this was a little bit of a different chat, so I would love to hear from you. If you want to hear more of these kind of episodes, if you have enjoyed this one, then please come and send me a DM over Instagram at Jess at Williamson8. I would just love, love, love to chat and just get to know you a little bit more as well. I hope you have the most amazing day. Go and kick some badass goals and I will speak to you on the next one.